And welcome back to Trashy Trashy, the only podcast that discusses the trashiest news stories of the day. My name is Erica Curry. I'm Cassandra Cardenas. Welcome back. That sounds like we just came back from a break. Well, I've just met welcome back from our first episode. I mean, yeah, no, I know. I'm just being a piece of trash. <laughs> Disagreement's not trash. It's okay. Yeah, I guess. We have to normalize conflict. Normalize con- I think conflict is pretty normalized. <laughs> I think discussion is not. All right, Cass. How are you doing this week? I might. I might. Um, just uh, I'm packing my apartment because I'm moving. Um, I rode my bike for a long time yesterday, so like my like my pretty much my from my mons to my butt is a pretty sore. Um, and, uh, I don't know. I, I'm going to, I'm going to grill some meat later. Oh, hell yeah. yeah. I spent yesterday being massively hungover after, uh, Winston's <laughs> birthday party, my boyfriend's birthday party. Yes. We watched wild zero, which is a obscure Japanese film that the uh, about a band called Guitar Wolf and they call it a documentary that it's it's got aliens and zombies and there's a built-in drinking game and so burned into the subtitles was a little icon that you're supposed to drink anytime like a hair comb happens or flames happen or a head explodes wait what is this called with Wild- the drinking game Wild Zero. Wild Zero. That's fun. I love to drink. It was, I can't remember how the movie ends. Holy shit. (laughs) And I don't know if anyone on that Zoom call can state how the movie ends. (laughs) That's a lot of fun. It was, it was a great time and I haven't been hung over in since New Year's Eve, I think. Oh man, really? Like a true hangover. Yeah. Gosh, I feel like I've spent a lot of quarantine hungover. (laughs) (laughs) Um, That's so much fun. Do you, when you play drinking games, do you do like, because some people will like, oh, every time that you see this, you take a drink or like, do you do like every time you see this, you take a shot? Every time you see this, if you take a shot, you would be dead dead right okay cool i don't know like some some things are or there's certain levels of like if you see this take a drink but if you see this take a shot uh again you would be dead so we just took sips and i finished like eight or nine trulies (laughs) holy shit that's amazing within the course of like a 70 minute movie have you ever done a power hour yes I, the first time that was proposed to me, I was like, I guess, like, that seems like pretty fucking lame, but like, whatever. I didn't realize that it is the most effective way to drink 15 beers in an hour. Yeah. Like, it's exhausting. And you're so drunk. The first time I did it, we ended up, it was, it was a pregame. The power hour was part of the pregame. I'm like, this is the game. I'm done. This is the game. I did it. (laughs) I'm yeah. so drunk right now. You want to take me to a second location? Uh, that's the thing is like I used to do power hours and then go to a second location, which is a terrible idea. Whew. One 
one time in college, did you do you funnel beers? Not anymore, but you know, like when you <laughs> yeah, I did it yesterday. <laughs> uh, you- no, Erica, and it's because I didn't go to college. Thanks for bringing it up. Well, I never had funneled a beer before my senior year, and uh, I was doing orientation, uh, mm-hmm. like part of the orientation for college. And the night before, uh, me and this guy split a six pack, and then went out and bought. An- somebody bought us another six pack, so we we each funneled six beers Jesus. within the course of an hour. <clears throat> and the next day, I woke up. In my own bed, butt-ass naked, in a sleeping bag. What? In the middle of summer, in like covered in a sleeping bag. And I was like, that's so bizarre. So I go to orientation, <laughs> and I, I run into the folks that I had been drinking with the night before. And I'm like, guys, you'll never believe like what happened to me last night. And they said, hold on. Tell us what happened. And I explain the waking up naked covered in a sleeping bag. And the same thing happened to the guy that had funneled a beer in his own bed. What? So I was like, what were we talking about right before we parted ways that led us to wake up this way? Or like that there's some sort of like, um, drunk fairy godmother, but like that the fairy godmother itself is also drunk. So, when it puts people to bed safely, it does it in a drunk way. I'm like, yeah, it's, but give a sleeping Just bag. Sleeping bag. It's fine. <laughs> and this is, I'm so You're hard. safe now, baby. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> you won't get cold in there. I was so garbage. I was living on a mattress on the floor in somebody's rented room. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, That's amazing. Garbage of base in the past. We used to get pretty drunk back in the days, if I, if I recall correctly mm-hmm. and uh you and i already pretty loud people uh yep. i'd say you especially yeah <laughs> so the decibel levels when you get some alcohol in us i mean we could fucking i think we could do the hollywood bowl without mics if we wanted to uh it's all about projection baby yeah we could probably do this podcast without mics and we would have more listeners if we did it you could probably hear each other from from our respective houses if yeah. we tried. <laughs> uh, that's funny. Should we do our first story? This is from theguardian.com, an Instagram account that recounts the real-life story of a Jewish girl murdered in a concentration camp, but by imagining that she has documented her days on a smartphone, has sparked a debate about how to sensitively betray the Holocaust. With 1.1 million followers, Eva.Stories is a high-budget visual concept depicting the diary of Eva Heyman, a 13-year-old Hungarian girl who chronicled the 1944 German invasion of Hungary. But it features hashtags, internet lingo, and emojis used by a 21st century teenager. And a lot of editing. A lot of editing. a 21st century adult. So what do you think about this, Cass? When I first heard Snapchat Holocaust, I thought trashy. Yes, I think on its surface, it definitely is trashy. But then I, so I looked on the New York Times for this because, you know, I do that way. Um, Mm -hmm. But uh, 
I um I don't know. I kind of don't hate this. Is I, that bad? No, I don't either. I I think if you just read the headline, it's garbage. But if you get into like the meaning behind it, the creator, this Israeli uh high-tech billionaire, he's from a family of Holocaust victims and survivors. And so he wanted the modern children to like be able to process the Holocaust in an appropriate way. Yeah. I mean, I understand the idea of like, no, the Holocaust was horrible, which means that when you learn about the Holocaust, it has to be horrible. Like you have to do the museum of tolerance and like, just get completely like ravaged by that. But I mean, I would argue that, you know, young um, people, maybe even including myself, are I'm we're gonna it's gonna be a little bit more digestible if it's presented to us in the way that we're already used to consuming media because you can feel emotion and feel horror like it's kind of like watching a movie it's I feel like he's just made his own holocaust movie yeah but the medium that he's using is snapchat to make it kind of just feel more modern like there's I didn't Again, I haven't watched much of it. Like I, I was telling you before this, I've watched maybe like three seconds and I was like, I can't really do this right now. Mm-hmm. But it was it was not because it was like insane or shitty. It was more that I was like, this is going to get dark because it I mean, starts out so bright and hopeful. Like, hi, I'm Ava. And I'm like, no, Ava, no. Yeah. Yeah. It's done really well. Um like the the team behind it did a really great job. I watched, you know, some of the clips and it's uh I mean, I think about when when I first learned about the Holocaust, I consumed every piece of media, every book that I could find. Why were you so obsessed with the Holocaust, Erica? I it struck <clears throat> such a chord in me. I don't know. I I mean, every Every book I could find, I could get my hands on in the little Sterling Elementary Library, <laughs> I digested. So I I hope that, you know, and it's always been, like, very real to me. So I hope that this is something that Generation Z can, can consume and make palatable. Yeah, I mean, and I can, I, I guess I understand why people, there are certain people who are offended, but... Um... I don't know. I, I think that maybe if they they need to give it a chance, you know? Yeah. That's what I feel like. I feel like it deserves a chance as much as anything else deserves a chance uh, to educate people. And if it doesn't work for you, it doesn't mean it's not going to work for someone else. I don't know. But again, like I, I will tread lightly on my opinion on that because I do not come from Holocaust survivors and stuff like that. But you know what's crazy is that like people our age are like some of the last people to ever meet Holocaust survivors. Yes. Because they would come and like talk to us. I remember. Oh, wow. Um, Yeah. And like school. um, I feel like I've like they came to middle school and uh, high school and our teachers were constantly like, you guys should be very grateful because you know, you probably are the last ones to get this experience and which is kind of like dark to say, but I'd say it's just because they were super old. Yeah. So I guess whatever works, teaching the horrors of the Holocaust. And I think it's a slippery slope, though, because, you know, 
they don't, can't do this for every like national like or insane like world tragedy yeah that's true um then I it's mean, definitely going to change the the tone of consuming history yeah the tone of remembrance yeah yeah hi well, well on to the next I guess, yeah i guess it's not so stinky trash huh not so trashy um okay we have another one so this is from lgbtqnation.com so the trump administration um they uh there's a copy of a new rule that will allow homeless shelters to refuse transgender people and it has been leaked to the media containing instructions on how to spot transgender women um in order to target them for discrimination this is so fucked up it said um shelter workers may use factors such as height the presence but not the absence of facial hair the presence of an adam's apple and other physical characteristics which when considered together are indicative of a person's biological sex what on earth is happening this is rolling back the Obama Protection uh, Equal Access Rule, which allowed homeless shelters that received uh, HUD or uh, Department of Housing and Urban Development money. Uh, this is the hottest garbage I've ever heard of. I don't totally understand. You're you um you know the Bible better than I do. Yes. Is there something against transgender people in the Bible? Uh, to my knowledge, there's no mention. I'm trying to like zero in on what it is about like this, you know, like the conservative party, like hyper Christian right. I'm assuming it's a religious thing. I can't think of any other reason why they're so gung ho about like coming for trans people. I don't understand hating what you don't understand. <laughs> yeah. I, I hate fair. that. But then know? I think I just said that I don't understand the the right. So, yeah. and I kind of hate them. It's, it's <laughs> something to where nightmare. there's no mention of that in the Bible. There's no mention of that in, in any of the, the books that didn't make it into the Bible when they, the council voted on it. <laughs> Sure, of course, the Bible Council. That's what drives me insane is when somebody's like, well, it says in the Bible, and I'm like, well, did you know that there's stories that were voted in? Like, there was a group of men that got together and decided what was going to be in the Bible because there were so many books floating around with, with conflicting teachings that they got together and decided what was going to be appropriate. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. The Council of Nicaea. Ooh, I hope that's right. Not wow. gonna Google it. Just yeah, gonna say that. it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is a bummer. So it's worth uh, looking into a lot of great foundations that donate money to uh, trans uh, youth, the Oka Project, things of that of that nature, because mm-hmm. our government is not going to take care of our trans brothers and sisters and siblings it's yeah this sucks this is this is the kind of trash that makes me not want to be trash yeah absolutely and like i love being trash 
Mm-hmm. This takes garbage person to a different level. Mm, yeah, yeah. Again, I just I don't I don't see it. I don't understand what's uh, what the motivation is behind that, other than to just be a fucking dick. It's just hate. It comes from a place of hate. Leave him alone. Leave him alone. Um. Yeah. A couple of dark stories. Do we have a a lighter one? No. What's the next one? (laughs) Uh, Burger Records uh, artist accused of sexual misconduct. So this is from Consequences of Sound, a music blog that I follow. Uh, Members of bands including the Growlers, the Frights, the Buttertones, and the Cosmonauts have been accused of abuse and predatory grooming behavior. Um, I, here's what I caught, pulled from this story and it's the wrong thing to pull. Mm-hmm. I just realized I really don't listen to music. Uh-huh. <laughs> like I listen to like what's popular, mm-hmm. but when you sent me this and I looked through it, I was like, I've never heard of any of these fucking bands. Like not to say that like that matters or what this has anything to do with, but I'm just like. It, in fact, it almost makes it worse because if it's like, if I'm thinking about 15-year-old Cassandra who might be like getting lured in and groomed uh, for sexual assault, I'm like, dude, she didn't even want to be at that show. She doesn't know who these bands are. Who yeah. dragged her there? And see, I think about young Erica who was like wanted to be backstage and just to hang and not thinking about what that meant or could be associated with and and uh, these bands are a little obscure and when reading through the comments section uh to me these are mainstream bands because i listen to them but i realized like in the comment section instead of like oh this is awful or we must protect our our young you know our children people were like who the fuck is this band (laughs) oh wait so i'm not the only person who's like wow i'm out of it no, it's a Southern California uh, record label. Burger Records. Mm-hmm. It sounds like a SoCal label. As if I know what the fuck that means. Uh, Burger actually has shut down completely because of this. Bye, Burger. Yep. Like, whatever. I did read, there was um one of the, she it was a female, like, lead singer or something, and she said that she'd been harassed a bunch. So, yeah, bye, Burger. Bye, Burger. Um, you know, I have, I'm very close with a band here in Southern California, and that was like our dream record label at one point. Holy crap. I feel like I'm just like shitting all over your livelihood and no. everything that you like. No, I mean, I'm honestly <clears throat> thankful that we never got that far in talks with them. Yeah. Yeah. Cause this would have been a bad time. <laughs> this would have been a bad time to be associated with them. Yeah. You know, when I did know, Victory Records, Victory Records used to play commercials, Mm -hmm. like, and it would have like the, you know, the shitty pop punk bands that I used to listen to, like with the commercials. And so I used to know like every band that was on Victory Records. And I remember like the guys that I would associate with or like date, you know, who were in bands, like Victory Records was the fucking goal, man. Like, the next Hawthorne Heights or something like that. And then that record label turned out to be not like sexually predatory, but like financially just like 
like monsters. I mean, the music industry has been plagued by monsters, predatory labels, predatory managers for as long as the music industry. I mean, look at rock, early rock and roll and look at all of the early uh, like Motown record labels and things like yeah. that. Like, Seems like the only people who got good deals in the music industry were like 80s rock stars because all of them seem to be fucking doing great. I think there's a certain amount of drugs you do that keeps you alive. Oh, I mean financially. I don't. Uh, they oh. look horrible. They look <laughs> terrible. But uh, they all just seem to be, you know, because we've been in quarantine and stuff. So like, <laughs> you like you'll watch these like live concerts or things like that because everyone's like fucking sad. So every musician's like, oh, I can fix this, and then you just like you have to watch them perform in their house and you're like, God, that shit's tacky. But that's like the ton of tacky fitness that only a really rich person would have. And it's like, mm. I can only name one of their songs from the eighties. How does this guy have so much fucking money? Yeah. It's they that- must've been the only people with good record labels and MTV, I guess came out around the time that they were getting really popular. Yeah. Music videos used to be like heavy in rotation. Mm-hmm. Constantly. I blame music videos for the reason why I don't know uh, music anymore. That's fair. I think there's just like a certain limit where like when you hit an age, you just stop consuming certain types of media and new media (laughs) is like a part of that. Yeah, that's fair. (laughs) I'm not not saying we're that age, but I think we've hit that age. Definitely that age. I think I've I've surpassed that age. I I stopped looking for new music. I think like when I was like twenty. Yeah, I was just like, if it's on the radio, I'm gonna listen to it. Like, <laughs> or I just became like such a pop a pop head. But like even like then, like there's pop stars. Like everyone's like, oh my god, Cass, you have to listen to a new Dua Lipa album. You have to. It's incredible. Blah blah blah. And I'm like, okay, I will. I haven't yet. It's been out for months. I. I the only way I discover music is what is trending on TikTok. Yes, that's a great way to discover music. I've actually bought albums because of TikTok or bought songs. <laughs> that you and you're probably the only one because everybody else probably gets it for free. Um, yeah. But yeah, that's why they like millennials on TikTok is like, oh, I'll buy this. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I stopped using TikTok though. Good for you. I'm still garbage and I still I still click on and watch. Why why did you stop, Gas? I don't know if this is a conspiracy theory, but everyone's like, you know that they're taping your face, right? Like while you're watching, you know that they're taping your face. And I guess I just believe that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's a can of worms whether it's it's uh <laughs> Chinese spyware or if like, it's just I miss it innocent. too. I miss TikTok so much, but I'm like, no, nah, I can't let them watch my face. <laughs> I basically sent them my social security number. Like they've <laughs> got me hooked, line and sinker. It's like you because you have you ever turned on like on accident the front facing camera when you're just like in bed? Like, yes. if that's how I'm, my face is being recorded, like, that's how I'm going to get remembered. <laughs> like, facial recognition software won't even recognize me because oh. that angle is insane looking. My face camera won't work in the morning. Like, when I try to sign on to my phone first thing in the morning, it doesn't <laughs> recognize it and I have to use the passcode. 
Like, that's how fucked up I look in the mornings. <laughs> Not that I, I look that much together throughout the day, but in the mornings especially. You must have been, like, just full done up when you set up the face ID. Mm-hmm. And now it's like you have to, like, get full done up to change it. <laughs> I uh, I don't have face ID on my phone because I'm a piece of trash and my iPhone's fucking old, so... I just upgraded in March, right before quarantine. Good timing. Good timing. It was. I got that sweet tax return in and got the newest iPhone, just like the garbage piece of person that I am. Where on earth are my taxes? We don't have to get into this. Okay. <laughs> I just got the next story <laughs> before I start speculating on why my taxes are taking so long. So from ABC News. Oh, I love this story. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> there's a couple uh, in Kentucky who are refusing to sign a quarantine agreement. Um, it's a woman, Elizabeth Lynn Scott. She planned to visit her parents um, and then decided to go get a COVID test before traveling. And then she tested positive. So uh, they were contacted by Kentucky's Hardin County Health Department. And they requested, please sign these documents that require daily check-ins and limit you from traveling um, anywhere and like warning health facilities before you come in. Um, and Elizabeth was like, no, I don't want to sign those. She, uh, oh, and this, it applied to her and her husband and like, they have like a baby or whatever. You can't let the baby travel. Um, because you know, the babies love to travel alone, but, uh, so they're like, I'm not doing this, whatever, America. And so law enforcement shows up. And uh, they're like, we got court orders for you, your wife, and your tiny little baby. Uh, Here's some ankle monitors. And now you're on house arrest. I love it. I I love it. Love it. This is this trash that I do like. I like repercussions for when you're acting like an asshole. They can't go more than 200 feet from their front door. It's fucking excellent. I don't know why we're not doing this everywhere. And honestly, Kentucky of all places? Who would have known that they were going to swing in? Like, first of all, arrest the police officers that shot Breonna Taylor, Kentucky, you fucking morons. Number one. But number two, okay, cool. Like, look, good on you for putting people under house arrest to refuse to sign papers. I love it. I love it, love it, love it. This is the kind of garbage that I, I consume so openly and freely. I've told yes. so many people about this story. If you follow our uh, podcast on Twitter and on Instagram, uh, you will see types of garbage like this for sure. Because mm-hmm. Erica fucking loves it. I just, I love the fact that they were like, no, we refuse to do this. And the government finally did something. Finally. And you know, it's stupid is that they're like, we were planning on self-quarantine. They, the woman was like, as I watched uh, I watched the video on ABC News, and because uh, I don't want to read. Um, and uh, <laughs> she was like, we were planning on self-quarantining, but like if I need something, you know, I'm going to go to the store and get it. Like I'll wear a mask and stay away from people. But, you know, and I'm just like, bitch, you have COVID. You got it. Like people who don't have COVID are, are the ones who are wearing masks and staying away from people. If you have COVID, stay the fuck inside. Get a post You need to go to fucking Target. Yes, come on. You have one job. Amazon Prime will deliver anything to your home. Anything. Literally anything. 
Like fast, too. I got a plunger overnight. Yeah. This week alone. I needed uh, star stickers to label my boxes on to which room they go into. That shit, it's here on my doorstep right now. I'm garbage for making Jeff Bezos richer. God, I know that sucks. But I'm not going to leave my home if I have COVID. May we break bread over his body someday before we eat him. But mm-hmm. until that point, uh, I got to I gotta use him. But anyways, this couple, like, I think she's been quoted as saying that the pandemic is a hoax. Um, so that doesn't play well for her right now. And how do you get COVID and think that it's a hoax? Yeah, that's a great question. Like, what's the... What is the what's the thought process? If you have it, it's not a hoax. Perhaps you think that it's like severity is a hoax, maybe. I don't really know. I think some people think that it's being uh, like the, the the prevalent thought that I'm seeing is that it's being overestimated or overinflated. So they're labeling anything that comes through the hospital as COVID related. You know what's a bummer? Is that because there's been a couple reports where did you tell me about this? Because I just heard about it from other people from uh, but like that someone people who will like schedule tests and then they'll decide not to go for whatever fucking reason. And then they'll get like a positive result back. I've heard about this twice in different states. And I'm like, God damn it. You know, like when shit like that happens, it just I mean, it's obviously a mistake. Mm-hmm. But it's like when that kind of stuff happens, it's like it fuels these people who are just like, see, see, they're just telling us that we all have it. Yep, exactly. And then it suddenly like gets me a little crazy. I'm like, oh, I got I got a negative test. By the way, I'm COVID negative. Hi. Hello. Hi. Both I got of a us. test on Thursday. Congratulations. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. It feels great. Um, but uh, it makes me start questioning my results. <laughs> yeah. When I got my negative, I, I mean, I, I had no symptoms. I feel fine, but I still wanted to have it because I'd been out and about. Yeah. Yeah. I have no symptoms, but I'm traveling uh, to Joshua Tree because trash. Oh, yeah. We were talked about this last week in your weird sound baths. <laughs> uh, okay. Anyways. <laughs> so I told that story to a personal friend and he said, and I quote, I hope they change the water after each bath. Because he didn't know what a sound bath was. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> it's like a weird like baptism kind of moment where you're just in or like maybe he was thinking getting it confused with one of those like uh sensory deprivation tanks. Uh-huh. Which sounds like a good time. Speaking of sensory and senses, I think my oh, senses yeah. would be on high alert. Another consequences of sound article. Woman coughs on singer Clayton Gardner at private concert. Who? That's just uh, me. I know. <laughs> <laughs> he's a country singer. I know that now. He's a country singer, and he was doing a private, socially distanced concert, and a woman walked on stage, and he repeatedly asked her, very polite, to step away, and she eventually coughed at him. Ugh. And was had to be forcibly removed from the show. Yeah. You know, <laughs> that's a vibe. 
That's a whole mood. That woman woke up naked in a sleeping bag the next morning. You know what I mean? It's just, I, I watched the video. First of all, the socially distanced concert looks like it's like being done on like the back patio of like like a suburban like turnkey home. Yep. I don't know why. It's just like the back of it like was very, it just like triggered a lot of nostalgia for me. I was like, God, that looks like the back door of a home that like looks like the home next door to it and then one next door. Not that that matters. But yeah, she was just creeping around behind him and just wouldn't go away and was very offended that he was asking her to go away. And it's like, what in a normal life, COVID life, why the fuck are you on stage? Is that allowed? No. Has music changed? No. No, there should have been a ba- I mean, this was somebody's backyard, essentially. There should have been a bouncer. There would have been yeah. security. Uh, my favorite thing, and I used to run an Instagram, and it was uh, sleeveless bouncers. <laughs> and it was just like taking photos of bouncers and security guards at concerts that would wear no sleeves, <laughs> regardless of the temperature outside. <laughs> You got to be able to move when you're throwing people out. You need full range of uh, motion with your arms. You can't have your upper forearm being being guarded by by cotton. You know, I'm trying to think of whenever, like, if I put on a shirt and it's too tight around my arms, that shirt's too small. Yeah. <laughs> I've never felt, like, stuck in a shirt that fits. But, hey, I'm not a bouncer. What do I know? What do you know? What do you know? Probably would know uh, more about music. I just think this woman's a garbage person. and She sucks. She just endangered his life. She ruined the mood for sure, if nothing else. Yeah. It was nasty. It was nasty. And I wish him all the best. And he, d- he did his best trying to handle mm-hmm. it. He mm-hmm. was polite. He wasn't, like, rude to her. I mean, he was defending his life, essentially. The whole like thing of like the the defiance that comes along with COVID of people coughing at other people. What is that response? It's so childish. Never in my life have I coughed on someone or or would think to. Yeah, especially to prove a point. That's like gross. Whether whether you think COVID is real or not, like. I don't know. I, I, cause you've seen, I'm sure you've seen like those videos of like the people, like the Karen people, like losing their fucking minds in grocery stores mm-hmm. and like getting kicked out. And they're like, <coughs> and I'm just like, is this worth it? I mean, if that's your only, I'd rather somebody cough, I guess, than physically assault someone. Question I mean, mark. I don't know. I'd rather get punched in the face at this point than catch COVID. Yeah, you know what? I retract my previous statement. I feel You're like right. the turnaround time on a black eye is a lot more predictable and shorter than potentially COVID could be. And also, like, I don't like no one around me is going to get hurt by my black eye. Yeah. Oi. That's not an invitation to punch me in the face, though, by the way. If you ever see me on the street, please don't okay. punch me in the face. Okay. <clears throat> yeah. You heard it here, but first. if you do, make sure that you're wearing a mask, please. I went to the grocery store for the first time in months on Thursday to get a cake. And because <laughs> you can't, can't order a sheet cake on Postmates, I've learned. Uh, yeah. And I went and I felt <laughs> so bad because I heard two people talking about a flavor of LaCroix. Mm. 
that I know is garbage, but Which they one? were like limoncello. Mm-hmm. 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 I've personally had it. I think it's gross. But I heard two people saying, ooh, should we try this new one? And I didn't say anything. Erica. It was uh, – normally I would say, you know what? I've had it. I don't think it's very good. You can do you, but I didn't like it. But in COVID times, I didn't feel like advice from a stranger would be received well. Yeah. See, I miss – when everyone's like, what do you miss the most? Or what are you gonna what are you looking forward to the most when this is over? I miss and I'm looking forward to just not seeing other human beings as a threat anymore. Yeah. And like I feel like, yeah, that whole you feel safe to even speak to other people. <laughs> to be like, you know, I have let I've had limoncello. It's a bit much. Yeah. Perhaps I can suggest the key lime. Yeah. I just, I was garbage in that moment and I regret it deeply. It's just a different type of garbage. You were scared. You were scared. I, I was scared. You're like a, you're like a raccoon. Just oh. Just scared. Just like a little baby raccoon digging through the trash without yeah, its just mama. just digging through the trash, but then like suddenly turn the, you know, the motion sensor light turns on. You just get scared. I freeze. Yeah. I froze. Yeah. That's okay. That's okay. I'm... I'm dying to talk. I know I'm skipping ahead, but I'm dying to talk about this Jake Paul thing. Well, let's do it. Uh, so read the LA Times. The controversial Jake Paul. He's a YouTuber. He threw a massive house party in Calabasas uh, recently. So in the pandemic. And the mayor, Al- Alicia Wintraub, Wintraub? I don't know, the mayor of Calabasas. Like, that might as well be a golden retriever for all I know. But, like, um, that's rude. I shouldn't say that about Alicia. I'm just saying I didn't know Calabasas had a mayor. Anyways, she was mad. Um, and uh, now authorities are going to be uh, start fining people $100 if they're not wearing a mask. And uh, they're going to shut down large gatherings. So, I mean, finally, I guess. Um, but, uh, yeah, there's a bunch of videos Snapchats, Instagram stories, TikToks, like all kinds of shit from this party of people just like, I mean, this party was huge. Yeah, this was a massive party and people were, and I quote from the article, rolling dice, drink and swinging from raised excavator cranes. Did you watch some of the videos? I did. It was outrageous. I watched it just to figure out what the fuck they were talking about with the swinging from an excavator. Kids. Kids these days. I mean, is he even a child still? I, well, uh, he's I get, 23. Your brain isn't fully formed until you're 25. So do I have forgiveness in my heart for him? No. No. <laughs> I don't like, I, <laughs> I don't like these, this Jake Paul boy, Sam I am. I do not like his brother either. No. Um, Logan I Paul. don't like. Logan Paul. I do not like these Paul boys. I like people from Ohio. I do not like these Paul boys. I don't know what's up with these guys. They are nuts. They're white, pasty white boys who like living that pasty white boy life of being a fucking monster. Yeah. They, I can't uh, find redeemable things about him. They rose to fame through Vine. Yes. 
And they both have well, Logan did. Stuff. I don't even think that Jake was famous yet. Uh, yeah. They rose to fame through this social media, basically. They're both YouTubers now. One Jake of them, Paul was on a Nickelodeon show, too. Jake Paul was on a Nickelodeon show. He was also married briefly to Tana Mojo, another YouTuber, garbage person. He was married to her? Yeah, they got married in a Las Vegas ceremony. How long did the marriage last? Do you know? Like 11 days, maybe. <laughs> Holy shit. I had no idea. Maybe a little I mean, bit longer. I'm Googling this while you keep talking about him. Uh, I have watched some of their videos. Uh, Shane Dawson, another very controversial YouTuber. I think just YouTuber and controversial go hand in hand. They really do. Uh, it says that apparently it was um, a fake marriage. A fake marriage? How dare they do that for clicks? Jake Paul admits that Tana Mongu marriage was fake. Uh, that's Mojo. <laughs> what did I say? Mongu? <laughs> that's you spell. I know. Mojo? It's spelled M O N G E A U. She goes by Tana Mojo. Oh, Jesus. That's- I can't keep up. <laughs> Shane Dawson did a documentary on Jake that humanized him a little bit. Mm -hmm. And I think that that was garbage. Yeah, that was kind of a weird move. But Mm -hmm. I just, I don't know. He just looks like a little fucking, I just want to flick him in the fucking face. Yeah, he's got a flickable face. I don't know what, what brings out so much rage from me. I don't like I just don't think I like that kind of extreme level of cockiness and like disregard and like being a fucking baby. That's the kind of person who would cough on someone. Narcissism. Yeah. Bingo. Yeah. Speaking of narcissism, out of CNBC.com, when President Trump was recently asked about Ghislaine Maxwell – he said, I just wish her well, frankly. Like ominous city. Uh, so should we explain who, am I pronouncing her name correctly, Ghislaine is? Who gives a fuck? Reported madam and ex-girlfriend of Jeffrey Epstein, who recently uh, was captured and is awaiting trial and sentencing. Trial, I should say. She's a garbage, garbage human. Dude, she sucks. Exploiting young girls, sex trafficking. I mean, I I just can't begin to explain how much I loathe for her. And then this president says, I wish her well. I'm saying, like, when I say ominous, I mean, like, because, again, like, I've maybe fallen victim to a conspiracy theory of, like, uh... Jeffrey Epstein didn't kill himself, you know? Oh, he did not kill himself. Yeah, so it's like, when he says, I just wish her well, like, how, like, Godfather-esque is that to be like, she's she'll die soon. Don't worry. You know, like, I wish her well, as in, like, I hope that her death is quick and painless because she gonna die. I mean, she's got a lot of powerful men that she could bring down with her. Yeah, that's why they die first. Yeah. Yeah. Did you watch the Epstein documentary on Netflix? I have not been able to take in that media yet. 
<laughs> That's fair. I haven't finished it yet. I, I take it, I maybe watch one every like two weeks. It hurt my stomach. It's really, really, really fucked up. And a lot of it just doesn't make sense. But then it's like, well, of course it doesn't make sense. I just, I'm not in that headspace. I'm not in the headspace of some psycho, like, multi, multi, multi-millionaire who is a pedophile. So how how could I possibly understand it? Yeah. It's, it's a really dark case. I, I don't even think these people are trash. I mean, there's just, like, no words for, like, the level of disdain that I have for these people. Yeah. Yeah. It's bad. Just like I have no level of disdain for somebody in the middle seat. You fuckers. <laughs> NewYorkTimes.com. Airlines are now debating whether public safety or money is more important, essentially. I mean, finally, we're talking about that huge debate that occurs in America all too often. (laughs) Is public safety really that important? Airlines that are leaving key seats open say that the measure is designed to reassure the public of their safety in the air. We're adding tens of thousands of flights to address extra demand while leaning in on the assurance of distancing, wrote Brad Hawkins, spokesman for SouthwestAir.com. Space matters, and the more space is better for you, says Drake Costanita. Costanita, maybe? Costanita? Yeah. A spokesperson for Delta. That's my boy at Delta. What do you fly normally, Erica? Whatever's cheapest, but I I am a Southwest Mm. slut. I do love. I've got my money and my points with Southwest, but I've been flying a lot with Delta lately, and their return policy or, you know, getting you out of flights has been really excellent. Their customer service has impressed me. Um, you cut out for a bunch of that, but I think that what I heard was that your, their return policy and customer service is good. I actually don't agree with that, but I do have a credit card with Delta. So I fly with them all the time, Mm -hmm. but, uh, they don't make it easy to return the flights. It's not like Southwest. Southwest is like, yeah, fucking, I don't care. Fly whenever. Fly whenever, uh, sit wherever. Uh, if you want to spit in a stewardess's face, Southwest is fine with that. Yeah, they're going to tell you jokes while it happens, too. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't fly. It's like, what is it? United and American are the ones that are just like, it's fucking fine. Who cares? Yeah. You know, I would be bummed if I worked for United or American because um, that's all I see here. If you really, really, really want to fly that fucking bad and you're willing to sit wherever they'll put you then that's your choice. The person who doesn't have a choice in this situation is the fucking employees. I feel that way about restaurants and like all kinds of stuff that's choosing to open. It's like, okay, fine. If people, I mean, we should just all stay home so that we don't have to keep going through this fucking nightmare. But apparently that's not how this country works. So fine. It's open to the public. Go do what you're going to do. You're making your choice by going there. But like the employees who need to pay their bills, that's who I feel really bad for. Yeah, absolutely. So you're a flight attendant now, and because you were you happen to be a flight attendant on the fucking 
airline that is kind of like, "Eh, it's fine. We'll just put them all in masks unless they're Ted Cruz, in which case he can fly without a mask. Like, ugh, such a bummer. I mean, airline revenue is down uh, billions and billions of dollars in just quarters. But they they own each other anyway. So what does it matter? Yeah. Money is kind of an illusion. Yeah, and also like airlines are airlines are like cable services or like phone services. It's all kind of a weird like your borderline monopolies. There's not enough competition between different like not to get into capitalism talk, but let's get into it. Let's get into capitalism. Um there's not enough competition between them to really like to really try to dictate the market, you know, like mm-hmm. they set the prices amongst themselves because they are the only options. So the fact that they're like worried about like losing money and stuff now, it's just I don't know. I guess I don't know where what I'm saying anymore. Oh, capitalism talk is closing in on me. I just feel like no matter what, this is their fault somehow. <laughs> yeah. I mean, why don't you have a business model that you can survive a little bit longer? Yeah, it's a luxury. It's a luxury for sure. I guess, yeah. I don't know. People still have to travel too. Yeah. Which is unfortunate. (laughs) All right. Cass, is it time? It's time. Dumpster fire of the week. I don't know what a dumpster fire, what the noise is. We'll add a stinger eventually. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Why? 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 When I can just do that every week. <laughs> <laughs> this is coming out of CBS Local out of Boston. eBay employees arrested for cyber stalking. Six eBay executives and employees are charged with sending threats, bloody pig mask face to a Natick couple. When I first read this, by the way, I was like, is Natick something that I'm supposed to know what that means? Just a it town? Out, yeah, it's just a town in Boston. I was like, okay, thank God. Because I was like, is this racist? And I don't know. Is like, there's another race that I didn't know about? And now I'm an asshole? <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, I'm trying to do my best to be woke, which means I'm always approaching things at that level. Yeah, that's very fair, and I respect the hell out of that. I probably mispronounced the name of the city. Didn't I think it's Natick. Natick. Didn't yeah. look it up. Probably not. No, why? Kinda. Why bother? Now that we know it, it's not a it's not a race, and it's just some town in Boston. Who cared? So eBay believes that the couple was critical of company in their online e-commerce newsletter. The eBay employees sent a box of live cockroaches, a funeral wreath, and a bloody pig mask to the couple's face. They even conducted covert surveillance of the victims. I, like, the eBay warehouse must be lit. Like, what? How do you have access to things like this just on a whim? Where do you get live cockroaches in the mail? Yeah. Like, Oh, that's in that's in warehouse aisle seven. The live box of cockroaches. Like, just go over there, and they sent um they sent him a book too that was like how to deal with how to deal with um grieving a dead spouse essentially. They like sent them- such weird thoughtful death threats. They sent pornography mailed to the next door neighbors, but in the couple's name. <laughs> that's pretty dope. That's good. I like that. 
<laughs> I mean, I don't like that, but I like that, you know? Um, yeah, these, uh, this Natic couple must have a pretty influential eBay blog. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, what the fuck? I don't, I've never, I, I didn't even... I just like to think that there's like a corporate meeting where somebody was like, all right, gang, everybody in here, turn off your cell phones. We've got to brainstorm how to terrorize this couple. Yeah. Like Julie and Dan are at it again because we were one day late on their package. Like we're going to lose this all to Amazon if we don't get our shit together. (laughs) I don't, I didn't even know that eBay was still a thing. I don't mean that in a bad way, eBay. Please don't send weird shit to my house. But like, I didn't like. I thought it was just for bidding. Like, I, isn't that what it is? Yeah, they branched out into like unique sellers, kind of like Etsy as well. Like, there is bidding, but you can also have like a shop. Oh, okay. So that explains the life cockroaches. <laughs> I guess the cockroach, my cockroach shop. I mean, I just. The level of petty over an online newspaper. I mean, yeah, it must be so influential. (laughs) Just some random couple in Boston with like this seething review of eBay. And they're like, fuck this. Connie and Ted are going down. Yes. Let me say. Oh, one of the messages said that the group wanted to crush this lady referring to the editor. These deliveries included fly larva live spiders. That's awful. That oh, and then my- they were going to they were going to send a pig feed, fetus, but it was ordered, but then uh, after an inquiry by the supplier, it was never sent. That's called it being a responsible supplier of pig fetuses. That sounds like the hero of this story. <laughs> yeah, the guy, the pig fetus guy who's like, "Wait, why do you need this?" My pig fetuses are only used for good. I don't understand this. Nobody usually buys a pig fetus in May. Hmm. (laughs) August is pig fetus fetus season. Are they, is the season starting early and no one told, I'm going to check my blogs. I just, what this poor couple has gone through and you know that they were telling people and nobody believed them. I'm sure. What do you mean? You think that nobody believe them? Like when if I were to be like, I think somebody's watching me, people would be like, I think you're being paranoid. Interesting and also maybe true. Yeah. Do you ever like feel like you're being watched and so then you just like freak out and set your Instagram to private for like a day? No. Okay, cool. Me neither. Oh. <laughs> Tell me more about that. It's like sometimes like if I interact like with a weird person and then like they don't go away after that interaction. I was this is a trash story. I I just got a new car recently and my last car broke down on me. And so and this was like COVID time breaking down, which is so annoying. So I get it towed by AAA. And so I'm sitting in the fucking car with the AAA driver. Everybody's in masks. Very like small, small talk, whatever. So very quickly in passing, like one sentence, nonchalant tone. I mentioned that I do some comedy and then it, you know, and then it goes away. So then at the middle of the night, I receive a text message from this tow truck driver 
saying, send me your stand-up videos, LOL. And then he's like, sorry for texting so late. And then I, and so I woke up to that message and I was like, oh, wonderful. I'm being asked for stand-up videos by a man who knows where I live and who knows what car I drive. But you know what? Shoot your shot to a tow truck driver. You did it. Yeah. So shoot, I shoot ignore it. Shot. I, you know, like you miss, like, I, I don't love that that happened, but like, I'm going to let it go. So then the next morning I wake up and I have a phone, I missed a phone call from him at 1 a.m. And I'm like, oh no, tow truck driver. And so I'm telling people about it and everyone's like, report his, him to his boss. And I'm like, well, what if he comes and retaliates? And they're like, oh my God, you're being paranoid. And I'm like, I don't think I am being paranoid. So what I did was I didn't report it to his boss because, you know, the patriarchy has put us in a position where, yeah, women have to fear retaliation. But I did make my Instagram private for a second. That, and I don't know why. I don't know if that helped. It probably didn't do anything. But he did stop eventually. After two days, he stopped bothering me. Cass, that's terrifying. Is it, it, was, it was crazy. I was like, what the fuck? So anyways, that's my move now is just a quick like private on my Instagram. Like if you see, if you don't follow me on Instagram and you see that my shit is private, like DM me and check in and see if I'm okay. <laughs> Cause I'm probably super scared. It's weird. Oh my. I don't know why I told that story. <laughs> well, at least you're moving soon. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I am moving. So Retaliate after you move. <laughs> I mean, it, at this point, it was so long ago. I already got a new car. Not because of that. I needed a new car. But it, that is a bonus. Yeah. I was like, great. He'll drive by. He'll uh, uh, think I'm never home. Perfect. Oi, boy. That's so scary. I'm glad you're okay. Yeah. Thanks. 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 Me too. Kat? What's up? What are you hoarding this week? Oh, okay, Erica. Do you like sex? Yes, I'm a biological human. Do you like Irish people? Love them. Okay. Normal people on Hulu? (laughs) I'm, like, shook at this show. It was recommended to me, and someone said, oh, by the way, the sex scenes are pretty graphic, but it's a a good show. And I was like, "Eh, yeah, yeah, come at me with those graphic sex scenes. Oh my god! Like, it's not even like, it's not like porn where it's like graphic in the sense of like we're seeing like swanging titties and like, you know, balls and stuff. But like, it is so intimate that I feel like dirty watching. I have to like take breaks when I watch it because I'm like, whoa, whoa. Um, Pilot, the pilot, not a lot of sex, but like, just like top of episode two, like, oh, like you're in it. You're in it. And that's and I know that because I had to turn it off after that. episode. I was like, wow, I got nine minutes in episode two. And I was like, I that's too hot to handle. So I haven't even finished it yet, but I started it this week. I'm on episode seven right now. But like I said, I can't watch more than one per day. Sometimes I have to go every other day. I mean, it's hot stuff. Whoever was the intimacy coordinator on this set, like deserves an intimacy coordinator Emmy or whatever. (laughs) They need to make a new award just for this person because I, holy shit. I don't even know what it's about. I think it's just the sex show. (laughs) 
Like, oh, also, bonus, like, this is a bummer, but, like, it follows them from high school to college. So that first sex scene that I'm talking about where I'm like, woo, mama, they're in high school. So I'm a creep. They're actors portraying high schoolers. Yes, of course, of course. Yes, it's the actors. No, I know. But, you know, still, I in my head, I'm just like, oh, Cassandra, like... this girl's losing her virginity but i'm seriously just watching it being like oh my god like i'm not like masturbating watching it but i'm still like i'm just watching and being like is this tv like oh it's it's good maybe i'm exaggerating i don't think i am though you should watch this shit and tell me if i'm crazy that's incredible what are you hoarding i am hoarding the canceled nbc show hannibal (laughs) okay it's about hannibal lecter prior to his imprisonment silence of the lambs uh it follows like an fbi profiler it follows hannibal lecter i can't believe this show was on network television oh really it has jarring imagery that comes out of absolutely nowhere Sometimes the stories are loosely tied up. It just, it happens. Mm-hmm. When I say this sitcom or this, this drama, it happens fast. Wow. That's the only way I can describe these episodes is uh, like things will happen that are never tied up. Like at one point, uh, a minor character is having a conversation with one of like the, you know, the, the main characters and somebody just walks up and blows them away. And then <laughs> And that was on network television. It's insane. You know, I think because we're comedy people, we cuz I watch a lot of network TV, but I I tend to only watch comedies. Um, but you know, back in the days of nail salons before COVID, they would always have shit like that on, like SVU or whatever it is. And I used to think the same things to myself of like, what's up with violence? And why is that so... Because normal people, as I'm talking about all this sex, that's not going to be on... It can't be on network television. Right. Like, it can't. And I think that we're sleeping on network television when it comes to the dramas. Because I think that they can get away with a lot. There are flayed people in, like, one of the episodes. (laughs) This is season one. They're just swinging for it. (laughs) Yeah, uh, a friend of mine was on Criminal Minds, and I remember just watching her episode and being like, yo, this was like a violent murder. Like, why was everyone so, like, crazy about Dexter? Remember how, like, when Dexter came out, everyone was like, oh, my God, it's a serial killer. And it's like, are you just mad because it's on Showtime? Because literally I don't see the difference between Dexter and Criminal Minds or, like, I mean, except maybe, like, the hook. But it's it's so violent. I love that you're watching Hannibal. It's it's violent, and I can only watch, like, one episode at a time. You and I are really taking on some big projects right now. <laughs> like, the fact that we keep going back, but we literally have to stop. Oh, it was – it's a lot, but I am thoroughly enjoying it, and I really recommend it. Speaking of drinking games and network television, I've always wanted to create one uh, while watching 24 because – I have only watched like a couple episodes like here and there, like had an ex who would watch it and because he thought it was like hilarious. And I think that would be a fun one to do drinking games because I'm pretty sure it's the same uh, 
sort of extreme random like violence of like two people just talking and then someone just getting shot in the face or something like that. Um, and that's a fun thing I think to do a drinking game. Like you should make a Hannibal drinking game. Yeah. That sounds like a, a way to be hung over even more frequently. <laughs> well, you know, then you'll understand my life. <laughs> Cass, we tell the people where they can find you. Sure. Um, you can find me at Cass Cardenas on Instagram and the Twitter. I also have another podcast called Nooner on the Smodcast Network. Uh, if you want to hear me speak for even longer. And you can find me at Instagram as Iconic Erica Curry. And you can find our show at Trashy Podcast One on Twitter and Trashy Podcast on Instagram. Yes. Follow those, please. It's a good time. We post really trashy images and then highlights from stories. Yeah. Thanks so much, Cass. Thank you, Erica. May your um, week be full of garbage. No. In a good way. May your week be full of garbage in a good way. Thank you. All right. And garbage to you. And (laughs) (laughs) garbage.